All right, everybody, Graham here. Listen, it is not unknown that they are trying to censor everything we do. Do not let them allow us not to be able to talk to each other. I need every single one of you right now to join my text list. Text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 866-645-0622. It's completely free. You will find out what's going on with me all the time, and you never have to worry about them taking us off the air and not being able to talk to each other ever again. Text the word right now, Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 866-645-0622 now. America, welcome to uh, a very interesting episode of the podcast. We have a returning favorite, John Cooper, frontman, lead singer of the band Skillet, one of my favorite rock bands out there. Um, and we have conversations. John, like many others, has really started to stand firm in his belief in this open attack against our freedoms as Americans. Mm -hmm. um, and he's actually become a really good friend. And so we have a really good conversation that takes a lot of different turns in this episode uh, about wokeness, uh, about the attack on Christianity, the attack on our freedoms, et cetera. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. Uh, we got to get into a sponsor before we get into it, but it's coming up very soon. But before we do that, let's get into a sponsor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to talk about Good Ranchers, our title sponsor. I want you to imagine over 100,000 Americans losing their jobs. I know what you're thinking. It's not hard to imagine. Uh, we live in Joe Biden's economy, but go with me here. <laughs> you can stop imagining it because it's a reality. Since 2015, over 100,000 independent farms and ranches in the U.S. have shut down. Why? Because China meat is stealing their business and robbing you of the quality and flavor you deserve. That's why Good Ranchers is here. They exist to support local American farms and help you make great American meals. Together, they want to restore the American ranch and your meals to their former glory. Plus, they saved the Dear America podcast from oblivion when Facebook tried to shut us down. So you need to go right now and support the people that support American beef, American chicken, American ranchers, and this podcast. You need to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now and you get 10 free bistro fillets. And in addition, if you subscribe, you will save $25 off each subscription box of mouth-watering American meats for life. That's right. Get 10 free bistro fillets. That's a $119 value, free express shipping, and $25 off your monthly subscription for life at goodranchers.com slash Graham. Get the best deal of the year at goodranchers.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, without further ado, he has been on the show 
I don't know. Multiple. Uh, times, my, yeah. He's one of the. He's one of your favorites, ladies and gentlemen, Mister John Cooper. John, what's going what's on, up? man? What's up? It is so I'm good. So glad to be back. It's baby. so good to have you back, <laughs> man. Uh, I feel like I just saw you not too long ago, and we did. We got to see you guys back on tour finally. How yeah. was that? It was awesome, wasn't it? We got to hang out all day, and and uh, I'm sure you remember. But but you almost didn't come because uh, the, the venue was trying to re- require mask. I think Graham was like, "John, I like you, just not enough no. to wear a mask." <laughs> no, 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 that's not that's not true. It's just you know, I I, I really appreciate you guys um, because basically basically I I said, you know what, I'm going to go and I'm not going to wear a mask, and they're either going to let me in or I'm just, you know, they're going to kick, they're going to kick me out, and you know, John's just, you know, just going to have to see me from a distance. But they were really cool about it, and and, and what I've learned, John, is kind of what you told me beforehand is all these. It's not you guys; it's the venues that that, that have these rules. And uh, but once I got there, nobody really seemed to care, which was uh, yeah. which was pretty interesting, uh, and it just seems like. We're just going through these steps because that's just what they say we have to do. And but but nobody really cares. But what's it like for you being back on tour, seeing people in real life again? Uh, well, what's it like? Well, it's absolutely awesome. And and just so people understand, uh, uh, I, Graham, I don't think you're gonna you'll mind me saying this, but like. Graham is somebody that, that I send a text to and I'm like, dude, help me with the wording of, of this tweet or help me with the wording of this, whatever, because everywhere you step, there's landmines. And a lot of times you, you don't, you don't even mean what it might sound like in, in a statement or in a tweet or something like that. And one of the things I was unwilling to do, you know, as you know, I was unwilling to do a show that was vaccine mandate. Right. I just, I just had such an issue with it. In reality, I really don't want to do a show that's mask mask mandate either. Yeah. But you ha- but we had to kind of see where where the lines were going to work for us, what was going to yep. work and what wasn't. So we said we had to cancel a few shows that were the venues were mask uh, excuse me, vaccine mandates. We said screw that. We're canceling that, not doing those. But what I had found in a lot of the venues, some of the venues they had to put signs up that say masking and this and this. Yeah. But in in reality, some of those venues, the people working there during the day would not wear a mask. They don't want that. They just have to have a job. Yeah. You know, they just got to feed the kids, man. And I found it most interesting when we played um, Anaheim, which is right outside of L.A. Yeah. And uh, I remember thinking, oh, gosh, here we are in California. It's going to be triple mask, yeah. tri- triple booster and, and load in. Not a single worker there had their mask on. Wow. And, and there were signs up everywhere, you know. So it's just really interesting. I think that people people made up their mind a year ago where they're going to fall on this. Yep. And uh, playing concerts again, dude, I mean, there, there's a portion of people, of course, online that are just PO'd that we're even playing shows. And they're like, you want to kill people. You're playing shows and whatever. And you just have to get to a place where you ignore those people. that They made up their mind. I can't do anything that makes them happy. But for the big portion of the people coming to the show, as you saw when you came out, Graham, yeah, they are just, the, those people are so thrilled because music 
gives people hope. It brings people together. You could be left or right or center, atheist, Christian, whatever. All of us come together for music, and it's it's a, just a really unifying, wonderful time. So yeah, that's a long answer, but there you go. No, no, no. Sure. I, and I'm glad you brought that up because I had I, I hadn't forgotten about it, but I had forgotten about it before we hopped on the 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 show here. That when you guys put out that official skillet statement video about uh canceling some shows because of the ma- uh the vaccine mandate and stuff uh like john said uh you know i've been i've been blessed enough for me and john i think it's pretty safe to say now that we've become really good friends over the past uh, couple of years now and um you know he john uh, had reached out to me about wording <laughs> and things you know and and i basically told him you know that I think you got to stick to what you believe in your gut and what, what, what the spirit's telling you to do. And I think you just got to put it out there and uh, you kind of answered it uh, in the in-person thing, but overall, what would you say the overall response was to you guys saying, you know, we're not going to play these venues that require people to take a shot that they don't want to take. Um, what would you say the overall response of that was online and, and whatnot? Well, yeah, I, I think it's, it's sort of like what you would expect, meaning 90% of people are, are fine with it. And yeah. when I say fine with it, in that 90%, you may have a, a large percentage of people that are more than fine with it. You may have, a lo- uh, you may have 60% amening it, like yeah. yes, 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 maybe even more. But what you have is 90% that are either uber happy, uber supportive, maybe even more supportive than they've ever been in the past because you actually stood up and put your neck on the line. Yeah. And then you've got 10% of people that, that hate you, that, that yeah. are like never listening again, unfollowing, skillet wants to kill people. And I had a couple of personal friends, I will tell you, mm. Mm. That I, I, I couldn't believe that were like, John, I love you, but I cannot believe you as, as a Christian person that you are fine with being responsible for killing people. Jeez. And I, I, my, my mind is just blowing about yeah. how have you guys gotten so crazy? So you, I just had to make up my mind to not mm-hmm. care. You got to do what you, you got to do what you got to do because this is a different moment than five years ago. This yeah. is different than years ago. The lines have been drawn, but what I will say, to bring some encouragement to people. And Grant, this is something that you said repeatedly, and I absolutely agree with you. This is a time that if you are willing to stand up, there's a huge group of people in America that will amen you. They will listen to your music. They will buy your t-shirts yeah. because they feel like when you stand up, that you're giving them a voice. They don't know how to stand up, but they know they can through you. And I think it's bringing a lot of different kinds of people together. And I'll tell you somebody else who's been really cool. I mean, I met John Rich one time. I did oh, yeah. an interview, only one time. Yep. And he, and he had kind of asked for my phone number, which I, I was like, he's just being nice. I don't want to bother this guy Yeah. Uh, because he's a huge <laughs> part. I don't want to bother him, but I had his number and I just sent him a text after I spoke with you, Graham, about how to deal with that. Yep. And 10 minutes later, John Rich calls me on the phone. And we don't even really know each other. And, and 
he wouldn't let me go. All right. And he's like, he's a star. And he's like, dude, you stick to your guns. This is the time. And I was like, that's how I feel. So in reality, I had a few private messages from other bands yeah. saying, thanks so much. I, I can't say anything because if I'm not big enough. And if I say something, I might get canceled. I might lose this tour that I'm trying to get on, but I think you're, you're right. And so I've just, I've just taken that path and, and so thankful that there are other people taking it with it with us. That's awesome. Do, do, do you remember, and, and, and I know me and you both are getting older, so we've got to go back in the, uh, in the vault. No, we're here. not. We are getting tougher <laughs> and getting, better looking. That's right. Yeah. Single year. Exactly. <laughs> do, do, do you remember the very first episode that you ever came on to do the show. Uh, yeah, you guys were in Texas. Do you remember that on, yep, on the tour of bus? Of course. Okay, so I challenge all the listeners to go back and find that episode. It had to be in like the early 30 episodes because we we hadn't started the podcast for too long. But 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 in our very first initial conversation with each other, and this was before all the COVID stuff and all the craziness and everything, one of the main conversations me and you had was I felt at the time that there was coming a time very soon that people in 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 your 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 area, your lane, uh, the music industry, uh, people that have had a a platform for a, for a long time, there was going to come a moment where did you find it, Jake? Mm. No, okay, it, it's it's so far back as there, but there there was going to come a moment where you were going to have to draw your line in the sand. Do you remember us talking about that? 100%. Yeah. Because I was, well, I was going through it at the time and I was asking you some questions because we didn't really know each other. Right. I was asking your opinion on several different things because in reality with art, what you would hope is that you can make art for all kinds of people. Right. And so you go to a skillet show and you're going to have, some Christian people there that, that love the fact that I'm a Christian. You're going to have some atheists there that don't really get the Jesus stuff, but they think the music, they love the music. Yeah. 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 It helps them through a bad day. You're going to have people that are conservatives, people that are liberals, people that are communists and who cares? It's rock and roll. Let's, let's have some fun. Yeah. That's what, that's what art was. But the problem is, is as you just said, we're in, we're in a time in a culture where if you don't make a stand by not making a stand, you are treated as if you are making a stand. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So for instance, if I just want to play a concert and I don't care about vaccine, you want to get a vax, go get a vax. You don't want to, don't you want to wear a mask, wear it, whatever. You cannot hold that neutral position because yeah. all of a sudden you're forced to play vaccine only shows. So with, if you, even if you don't want to make a decision, you are making it. And, and I noticed this mostly last year, man, uh, in 2020, after the, the George Floyd, um, yep. the killing of George Floyd, you know, uh, all these music online magazines were coming out that I won't say any because I want I think I'm dogging them personally. But there was a pretty big one that came out and it said, basically, celebrities and musicians are coming out in support of BLM and this and this and this. And so Christian artists are shockingly silent and they listed my name because I didn't come out in support of whatever. Right. And I, and I was like, okay, even if I want to stay neutral, you cannot, my neutrality is making a statement. So you know what? Screw that. Yep. I'm going to make the statement. You might as well the let them know where you stand instead of letting them assume. Yes. Yep. 
Absolutely. So now, now you have to get into it and, and say, I don't want people putting words in my mouth. Yep. I, I want to say what I want to say. And so that's how that started for me. Well, I've been super proud of you since then. And, and, and I was just wondering if you remembered that because, you know, you look back years later and you go, wow, you know, maybe that was a moment that was uh, preparing both of us for the, the, the coming years, uh, you know, of, of what happened and things like that and, and finding that initial encouragement. Cause, cause I've told you this and, and, you know, and I've told you some of the people in, in, in private, but I won't do it here, but you would be shocked how many just, just so much more famous than, you know, or more known than I will ever be. People write me all the time about, you know, Hey man, keep, you know, keep, keep doing it, keep standing up because somebody's got to do it. And, you know, you're starting to see it. I mean, Jason Aldean came out, came out not too long ago, which was huge. And I will say that I was one of the first to hear through the grapevines that that was going to happen, uh, that he was just about to the point where he just couldn't take it no more. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but you're starting to see the dominoes fall across all spectrums like even uh ice cube the other day turned down a movie over the vaccine he's like no you're not yep. forcing me to take the vet and like, that's what i mean to me this is not about conservative or liberal or republican or democrat what we're seeing now is a threat against america of what i believe are the two most important uh, freedoms that we have and it encompasses uh religion it encompasses guns and encompasses uh, uh uh free speech everything it is the freedom to question and the freedom to choose and that yes. affects everyone on every level of life and and slowly but surely because of people like you john and 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 others because you were finally speaking right instead of you know i i feel like most people who listen to you talk know generally probably where you fall on most things, but there's a difference between having people just assume and they know where, you know, what, where you stand on things. And so I applaud you for it because it takes a lot of courage, um, especially someone who's had as much success for so long as you've had with Skillet. Um, you know, I, I've told you this a lot. I, I'm super proud to know you. I'm proud of all the uh, standing up that you've done lately. Uh, I mean, you've had some weird stuff, man. You've had riots in front of your house. <laughs> I mean, crazy, crazy, crazy times, man. Um, uh, anyway, but, you know, moving forward, let's talk about some things that are going on. So, you know, I got to bring it up. <laughs> you know, I got to. All right, I want to talk to you about Birch Gold Group. Right now, inflation is at a 40-year high. That's right, 40 years. And it's here to stay because the government's dirty little secret. They want it. That's right, I said it. They want it. Think about this. Right now, inflation rates are higher than the interest on our treasury bonds. So with every day that passes, the government owes less on its mountain of debt. Imagine if your mortgage had a negative interest rate. Would you be in a hurry to pay it off? Exactly. So your pain is their gain. Protect your savings now. 
Hedge against inflation with gold from Birch Gold because the government is sabotaging the value of the U.S. dollar. That's right, guys. The whole thing's corrupt. Nobody cares about you. In fact, they hate you. Birch Gold, however, is the only company I trust and recommend for precious metals. They will help you convert an eligible IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by real gold. Now that is peace of mind. Listen, this is not a good rich scheme. This is this is to protect what is yours, guys. Maybe you've got 10 grand saved up. Maybe you've got more than that saved up and you're trying to think about your family's future. Do not let the government steal what you have worked so hard for. Birch Gold is offering a free tool to you. All you have to do is text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M to the number 989898 right now to get a no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This comprehensive 20-page guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. So, do it right now. Say, screw you, government, and text the word Graham to 989898. That's Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. Uh, and, and I think I am going to call, uh, the title of this episode. This is not John Cooper speaking. This is Graham Allen speaking. So let me, let me do it. But we're going to call the title of this episode rage for the machine. (laughs) Just, just, just for it. Just, just because of it. So you sent me a screenshot of this article that was written. Um, and it says, this is what the article says. All right. The, the article says skillet frontman calls raise against the machine government rock and insists he's the revolutionary. And then it takes a statement out and it says, uh, rage against the machines, endorsement of vaccines, make them part of the machine. Uh, it's talking about you. Uh, he adds, it's crazy. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm the revolutionary here. I'm the revolutionary and rage against the machine. is just government rock. Now, I don't think there's ever been truer words spoken. Uh, I grew up and I listened to rage against the machine. And, you know, one of their most f- famous songs is, is, <laughs> you know, F you, I won't do what you tell me. Like, right, like yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, and they, they say it literally a hundred times in the song right. like for they don't say forget you but you know what i'm saying <laughs> forget you i won't do what you tell me like mm-hmm. the whole point of rage against the machine was just like you know the government is lying to us they're trying to control us you know we need to step up and be this and now they are pro vaccine pro mandates pro this pro that and you've got the 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 christian rock artist that are standing up saying, whoa, 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 wait just a minute. You know, we're supposed to have freedom here. You trust the government all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 John, take me through your thoughts. Uh, this is your opportunity. I, you know, I know you have nothing against those guys in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, and I, you know, and, and, you know, I, I'll let you take it from here, your thoughts on that article <laughs> in particular and what you think. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because, it was really within a larger conversation. I mean, you just kind of, kind of, you kind of laid it out. It really was in a larger conversation. Well, that's all I saw. You, you didn't send me the actual link. You just sent no, me the no, screenshot there. No, you're no. I mean, you're right. What I mean is, it's one, you know, it's one statement that, yeah. that it was in an interview. That the, the point is this: is that yeah, rock rock music is supposed to be 
anti-establishment in, yeah. in some form or fashion. It's supposed to be about saying something that you believe. And if it cuts against the grain, then good. You know, yeah. if it's something that people aren't ready to hear, that's okay. I'm sharing, I'm sharing what I believe. That's what it's about. Yeah. And we are living in a really weird time to where now there are things that you are not allowed to say. Right. You are not allowed to say against the establishment. Well, that seems like there should be some rock bands singing about why that is not okay. Yeah. And so, but, and all there, there's a handful and we're all getting cremated like Eric Clapton yeah. and um, uh, Jason Aldean, as you said, John Rich and yep. uh, uh, the guy from Stained. Um, Aaron Lewis. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Aaron Lewis has come out. Yeah. Aaron Lewis. I and mean, there's a handful of people saying, Hey, I, I don't want to clamp down on any, anybody's ability to sing about what they want to sing about, but why can't I sing about what I want to sing about? And right. so, yeah, the, the larger picture here is that what you really see, you just touched on it, man. I'm going to say it again. There is a revolution against Americanism. Yeah. And sometimes when, when people hear that, they, all that they think is that all that Graham Allen's saying is, is you have to love America as much as me. That's not what we mean. Yeah. There is a revolution against our way of life. Yeah. And, it, and people do not understand that, that Americanism is tied to Christianity because that's the Absolutely. foundations of where the country, the country was. A lot of Christians don't understand that if they don't join in this fight, it's not just going to be like the, the patriotic people that suffer. Everyone is going to suffer. And if we don't push the government back, if there was ever a time to not trust the government, as you just said, I mean, for, for Rage Against the Machine, that's a good example. That's, yeah. that's the classic, don't trust the man, mm -hmm. don't trust the government. If there was ever a time in my life to not trust the government, it's now. Yeah. I mean, who can't, who can't see what they're doing? And if they can force you to put something in your body, yep. uh, then, then, then only God knows where they're going to stop. So yeah. that's kind of the larger picture. Is So we've written this new record that's coming out. And I know, Grandma played you some of the music. Yep. It's called D Dominion. And I want to tell everybody, go to skillet.com, pre-order Dominion, or uh, go to iTunes, pre-save it. You got to hear the new record. This is our most anti-establishment, anti-the power of the state. Yep. Nice. Yeah, it is. Freedom uh, of speech, uh, anti-cancel culture. This is very much, a, I call this album a positive rebellion. It's the mm. most rebellious skillet album. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I've been lucky enough to hear some of the, uh, some of the unreleased tracks. Uh, and, and, you know, I will, I will verify it's like John's in his twenties again. Uh, just, <laughs> just, just laying it down, man. You're not uh, in your twenties, John. I, 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 uh, he's still uh, in his twenties. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me rephrase. Uh, anyway, no, I, I agree. And, and I agree with everything you said. I think that there's, there's almost a part of me, you know, rage against the machine hit a level that not a lot of bands will hit a level mm -hmm. on. I mean, they just did. Uh, John, me and you have talked about this. There's just, there's just some bands, you know, a lot of people hate on Nickelback, man, but sell more records than they did. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and yeah. so, so there's bands that just, uh, me and John actually had like an hour conversation about Nickelback one day, but either way, uh, I think that there's certain bands that hit certain pinnacles and certain levels. And here's something that I've just, 
observed, John, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this. So I know we've talked about this before in an episode, but back in the day, it used to be that, uh, what did you call them, John? The guys that come out and listen to you to decide if they're going to sign you to a record. A&R reps? Yes, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, it used to be very much like finding the diamonds in the rough, yeah. right? You find, you know, either this pop band or this this hair band or whatever it is, you think they got something, and then the label signs them, and then they literally take them to mega stardom, right? right? Whereas now, if you aren't getting millions of streams on your own, you don't have your own stuff already done, you don't have your records already professionally done, nobody's even paying you any attention at this point. What I'm getting at is... You see a lot of people like Bon Jovi, all of these, all of these people that have been around for so long that are so left-leaning. I almost wonder if it's because they've been so groomed for because these guys were late teens, early 20s when they, yeah. you know, got almost adopted by these labels, right? It's almost like they were groomed for so many years now that now they just seem to do whatever the narrative or the higher ups, whatever that may be, the label or whatever, tell them to do. PR. Um, John, what, what what do you think? I mean, do, do you see that like I kind of right. see it? Mm, interesting. Well, first thing I'll say is this. If anybody's listening to this, be it any sort of gossip site or, or blabbermouth or, or whoever, Loudwire, whatever, please make an article of this next statement. Oh, gosh. Nickelback treated Skillet the best we have ever been treated on tour. There you go. Tour. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Please make a statement about that. They treated us so good, and I got nothing but love and respect for Nickelback. All right, moving on to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will say this. There is a lot. Artists typically are left leaning uh, by nature. So and crazy. There's all sorts of creatives. It is, all sorts of uh, creatives. Yeah. Statistics about why that, that may be. It's the way that you think, the way that you, 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 we think emotively and, and yeah. things like that. Open to new experiences. Am, yeah. And so I am a little bit different than a lot of other artists in, in certain kinds of ways. So, Artists are already a little bit given to that, but I will say that the industry uh, is, I mean, it, it, you talk about, I'm not trying to be rude to anybody. Let's say the right way to say it. It's going to be hard to find people in the industry that don't all think the same way. Yeah. And that's because the industry is run just like Hollywood is, or the music business it's run on the coast. And so yeah. they have grown up in a culture of leftism and leftist thought. And a lot of them are academics as well. And as we all know, because you listen to Graham Allen, academia is... Who is not an academic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't... Not that Graham's academic, but I'm I'm sure every... I'm sure it's no secret who runs academia. Let's just face it. In academia, it's cool to be a Marxist. It's cool to be a revolutionary because those are academic thoughts. They're not good in practical life, but they're fun to think about. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, it's sort of like the difference between going, Hey, wouldn't that be really cool? If there was a, there was just like a colony that we had, but everybody made all the same money. And there was, yeah, all of that is really cool. It just doesn't work out in real life because there is a problem called original sin. 
So yeah. There's a problem with man that doesn't make it work. So a lot of that is that. But I will say this. Even if you do think differently, you cannot say it right now. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you this. I've had I, I've toured with people that are atheists. I've even toured with some people who I would call angry atheists. That means people that are not only atheists, but they they hate Christianity. They hate church or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've always been friends with those people. They have never treated me poorly. They've always respected me. I've always respected them. But but I'll tell you what, you say something conservative about America or political philosophy, and you might get, you might lose a friendship. Yeah, uh, but, it's and, crazy. And, and, and the reason I'm saying it is because this sort of leftism in, in the 2020s is more like a religion. Yeah. It's not like politics. It's not like, Hey, you, you want a 25% tax code. I want 26%. Let's fight about it and argue. It's not about that. This is a religion because this is their, this is where that they have found meaning because they believe that if, if they do it right, that we can get to utopia and, and and they can be a part of this utopian vision and we're all going to help the world. They haven't understood that man is fallen. Man cannot get its way to utopia. We need a savior which is why Jesus came in the, in the, obviously in the first place, we could not save ourselves and they are replacing the messianic mission of Jesus Christ with the messianic mission of mankind trying to find utopia. And they will not let you say anything against it. It almost, it almost feels like to me. And and yeah, I agree completely. The, the utopian lie, as I call it, John, you have another word for it, but, but we've talked about that before too. Uh, Who would have, I heard somebody say to me once, they said, who would have ever thought that you would be less persecuted for being a Christian than you are for being a conservative? hundred percent. And, but, but, but I countered that. And I said, I'm not necessarily sure that that's true. And this is why I'm going to go super deep. John, we always go super deep in our conversation. So, (laughs) so, so I would say that, of course, there's no absolute in anything, right? But I would say a large majority of conservative people at least acknowledge Christianity. They acknowledge uh, Christian, Christian, Judeo. Christian values in the forming of America, or they are or claim to be Christians. I would say that the that the large majority of conservatives are that. So what I think is actually going on is I think that this is a persecution against Christians because I'm sorry. And I, you know, John is far more of a compassionate person than me, especially with his words. <laughs> I, I have a hard time uh, listening to people who claim to be Christians but are pro-abortion. I have problems listening to people who claim to be Christians, but are uh, pro-mandating, lockdown people, free Americans against their will. I have problems listening to that because those things don't parallel with each other. And so I would actually argue that this is a persecution against Christianity and people that at least lean more towards the side of Christianity. Um, I believe that we are in a time right now and Jake, me and you have talked about this. I know. And John, I'm pretty sure me and you have talked about this. I do believe that we are in a time, especially as Christians, that we will be judged by what we do in these moments, especially those of us who have platforms to speak 
and platforms to to speak out to people as to what is going on. I do. I believe that yeah. we are in trying times and people who claim to be Christians cannot live in fear of persecution of what other people are going to say for speaking out. Um, I, I would love to hear yeah. your thoughts, John, but, but, you know, that's kind of where, where, where I sit on the aisle right now. Well, I, I think, I, I think you're crushing it, Graham. All right. So a couple things. Number one, I, I do agree with you. Um, I think that because a lot of people and a lot of Christians do this and, and, and I think this will maybe help some people. A lot of people break their lives up into boxes. So yep. you have a box for religion and you have a box for politics and you have a box for parenting and this, that, and the other. I actually agree with you that conservative thought in America is rooted in Christianity. Yes. It is rooted in English common law and it is rooted in um, really what we would call reformation, uh, reformationist thinking that would be there's no more rebellious person than Martin Luther, all yeah. right, who rebelled against the Catholic true, Church. True, true. Yeah. Started, the, started the Reformation. Reformation is thinking, and then uh, John Calvin, of course, is yep. really someone who put out, this is how Christianity responds to the civil government. Yeah. And out of that, later years later, comes English common law. Out of that comes conserva- what we call conservatism. So I do actually believe you're right. It is a response to Christianity, not conservatism. I think people are okay with it because people put boxes and they say, I'm not attacking your Christianity, Graham. I'm attacking your political yeah, views. Yeah. Your politics. But, yeah. Yeah. But in Graham's mind, he says, no, 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 there are no little boxes. All of it is one big pie. And Jesus Christ is Lord of the entire pie. Yes. So absolutely. politics is nothing but an extension uh, of who I am. And so what I will just say to you, Graham, is that there are theologians a lot smarter than me and you um, who are, they, I believe, are wrong about this. I believe that you are right about this. There are a lot of Bible theologians who also break up into boxes. And in, in, in philosophy, it's called pietism. Pietism just means this, that as Christians, we are not supposed to get involved in the government. We are not supposed to get involved in politics. Because this is not the world that matters. It's it's the heavenly realm that matters. And that that is that group of people that says, I will not own a gun. I will not stop somebody that's trying to assault my family because, you know, they're, I don't believe in the death penalty. I don't. That's not up to me. I'm pietistic. And so because of that, they don't get involved into politics. And I agree with you. I believe that is a misunderstanding of a theological truth that Jesus Christ is Lord of everything. He's not just Lord of your spiritual life, not just Lord of the heavenly realm. He is Lord of the earth. This is his dominion. And I think the faster we understand that, the faster Christians will say, okay, so I need to have a voice into what's going on. Very few people question the government quite like, or the establishment quite like Jesus did. (laughs) So very few people uh, did that. I, 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 I agree so much. And, and, you know, I, I talk about this all the time. Churches, you know, the, the Joel Osteen has a new scandal again. Some janitor found, you know, thousands of envelopes filled with cash and checks inside the drywall in his church and all this other kind of stuff. And, 
And oh, what, wow, that's like uh, that's like Ed, that's like a Christian version of Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, <laughs> but, but 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 what I what, what I bills, like the dollar bills beating yes. heart or whatever that is. Yes, it's like that. It's like that. Uh, oh, there's this old Steve Martin movie where he like creates this church tent or whatever, and he acts like yeah. a preacher. I can't remember the name of it, but it's very similar. I, I have a big problem with these mega churches, and again. I realize I'm not talking about all of them, but every single person that's going to hear what I say next, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Okay. You've got these prosperity gospel churches that are mega churches. They've got 18 satellite campuses and all this stuff. They are nothing but businesses. That's all they are. They are businesses that regurgitate just enough of the nice stuff. It doesn't make people too uncomfortable. And when we do talk about the uncomfortable stuff, we turn them into jokes a little bit to where it doesn't sting as bad. Uh, please just keep on tithing because we got a lot of bills to pay. Yeah. That's just the truth of a lot of churches now. And, and, and what has happened is the government uh, used... Uh, the IRS as a tool to keep the church's mouth shut on politics. John, me and you've talked about this a lot. I know the listeners have heard me talk about this a lot. I've written about it in my books a lot. I still believe that the 501c3 tax exemption to churches ruined everything because what it did was it was supposed to keep the, uh, the, the government out of the church, uh, not keep the church out of politics. But what it did was when the government said, well, you know, we'll let you keep all the money that gets donated to you, but you can't talk about this or you can't talk about that because if you do, you might just lose your tax exemption status and then therefore your money and all these businesses can't afford to take that hit. And so you've got these people now that put things in boxes, like you said, John, I, again, and, and how people can claim to be Christians, but yet vote for people that are abundantly pro abortion and things of that nature. It does not compute with me like those things, like how you can justify in your mind that Jesus would be pro murdering a child in the womb. I have no idea where you're finding that passage in the Bible. Like, I just don't, I just don't know where that's at. Yep. And, 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 and it, to me, it's very simple in nature. I don't agree with everything Donald Trump has ever done. I think if you agree a hundred percent with everybody on something, you're either probably a fool or they are one of the two. Uh, people are not meant to get along a hundred percent. And honestly, uh, uh, disagreements is the entire purpose of America's formation in the first place. America was formed over disagreements. Mm -hmm. Like that's the whole point of being an American is that we can all agree to disagree. I think you are completely crazy. I think you are a lunatic. You make a little bit of sense. I can't stand you, but you know what? <laughs> what we're, we're Americans. So just, you know, th th we're just going to get along as Americans and let people go about their business. But now, again, this has gotten super deep, and I didn't mean for it to go this way, but that's just the way it's going. I believe that we are in a spiritual battle underneath the veil of politics. So they are trying to disguise it 
as though all this is just a political fight, when in reality, this is absolutely the church's fight, and every single pastor in every single church needs to be shouting from the rooftops of what is going on right now. Because what is the ultimate uh, calling of being a Christian? It's to spread the word of God, to show the love of God through yourself so other people can become Christians and spend eternity in heaven with, uh, with God. Like, that's the point, right? How are you going to do that if you lose the very nation that allows that to be so? That, 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 that allows you to worship freely, that allows you to speak freely about your religion. How are you going to continue the Great Commission the way the Lord wanted us to if we lose the very country that is the, the beacon of Christianity for the world? And anyway, John, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, but that's just, that's just where, where I sit on it. Yeah, yeah. Once again, I mean, me and you think uh, very similarly on a lot of things. I don't know anything about the 501c3 thing, so I won't speak to that because that, I just don't know anything about it. But I will agree with with the idea. You see, I think I think part of what's happened is we with a lot of pastors and a lot, they they go to Bible school and they get trained in Bible theology, right? But somehow they didn't get trained in political philosophy. Yes. And I, I, don't, I don't quite understand why. And so some of them have, have trained up entire congregations of people that believe that, that we have to keep government and Christianity completely separate. And as you said, that's not actually how America was formed. We have the founding fathers um, in agreement that there is a some sort of God, some sort of causality. We believe in individual rights given to us by God that pre-exists government. And if, if they understood just that basic political philosophy, then you would see they weren't trying to keep God out of government. Otherwise, they would not have given a given a, an acknowledgement of, of of an authority that is at the very top, and everybody else is underneath. His authority. They yeah, they, have done they, that. they acknowledge right. that there is an authority higher than yes. the government could ever be. And we have natural rights given to yes. us by our creator that the government has not the authority to give nor take away. Which is the best. I mean, you want to talk about being blessed. I'm so tired of hearing people talk about how terrible America is. Not because we don't have faults, but you were born in a country that had at least enough humility to understand that there is an authority above our nation and there are things that our government may not do. And if a government does them, it's a sin against us, but more importantly, it's a sin against God. And that's what we're witnessing. I don't know why this huge segment of Christianity doesn't understand that when the government comes in and says, Graham, you cannot go to church. Graham, you may not say X, Y, Z. I don't understand why there's a segment of the church that doesn't realize that is the government being idolatrous. Yes. Th- th- that, that, is, that is just like, do you remember when Jesus was arrested? And yeah. uh, 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 who is it? Pilate says to him, don't you know, Jesus, that I have the authority to, to, do, to kill you? And Jesus looks at him and Jesus says in the Bible, who do you think gave you that authority? Yeah. The only, you know, the only authority you have is 
what my father in heaven allows you to do. That's a little bit of Jesus saying, hey, I know I'm the prisoner here, but get back, son. Yeah. Get back. Yeah. Dude, get I, back tell, I tell people all the time, you know, there's that scene in Talladega Nights. Uh, they're like, well, my version of Jesus is, you know, has a mullet with a sleeveless T-shirt. <laughs> my version of Jesus he slaps back on people, man. And, yeah. and, and if you read the Bible in the right tone, I agree with John. That part right there is like, hey, remember who you actually work for right mm -hmm. now. You know what I mean? Hey, you yeah. may you may think that you're in power here very much with the president of the United States. I've said this a lot of times. The most powerful man or maybe woman one day in the world. Well, it's only that way because the people allow you to have the authority of that position and the people only have the power and authority to give you that position because of the power that was given to us from God to even vote in that in for for you to have that position <laughs> right. and people seem to forget that all the time remember who you work for <laughs> at, the, right. at the you know at the end of the day um Look, John, man, we could talk about this all day, uh, but but Jake's giving me the, the signal here. Look, again, you got a new album coming out, uh, and from what I've heard, it's it's going to be your best one yet. Uh, I've heard you, uh, I've heard it uh, on Octane all the time. I hear it all the time, and, and, and I'm looking forward to it. Where can people go to get ready for the new album? Uh, where can people go to support you? and Skillet uh, on the tour. Where can people go to find what's going on? Well, I appreciate that uh, a lot, Graham. Thanks for the plug. Uh, let me give one quick plug for the record, and then I'll be done. All right. I want to make, sure, I, I make sure because your audience is the right audience for this Skillet album, all right? Mm -hmm. um, here's my plug. If you love, uh, if you love freedom, if you want to stand against cancel culture, all right, if you want to stand against this mob it keeps saying, you know, you may not say X, Y, and Z, or you're going to lose your Twitter account or your job, or your kids are going to come home from school learning some sort of new trash, whatever it is. All of those things are sung about in this record. It is a real encouragement to people to stand up for what you, what you believe, stand up for what's right. So uh, I hope that you really love the record. Go to uh, skillet.com. You can pre-order the record on there. We've got all sorts of pre-order packages. You can go to Spotify or iTunes or wherever and pre-save the record that way. Otherwise, visit us on social media at Skillet Music on Instagram, and uh, you'll find out what we're up to here, the latest tracks. And uh, I just want to tell everybody I appreciate all the support, 25 years of Skillet, tons of support from the fans. Thank you guys so much. Yep, man. Uh, we love you here. You're a favorite on our show, my friend. I love what you're doing. Uh, thank you for spending your time with us. And more importantly, thank you for speaking uh, the word. Thank yeah. you for being strong in your faith, especially in a market that is not known for that. And thank you for speaking up right now. That's all we have for this episode of the Dear America podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to share give us five stars it helps us in the ratings and we'll see you again next time see you.